We journey ever forward, leaving the past in our wake. But the past does not always remain silent. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, guys, gals, internet pals, friends, foes, and ratchet hoes, welcome back to another episode of Pirates of Wild Space, presented by Novelty Stylus Gaming. With me today, my good longtime friend, Mr. Keith. Hello, everybody. I will be portraying Trooper 77 for you. And Kyle. Hi, I'm Kyle. I will be playing Kit Moreto. And Lorelai. Hi, I'm Lorelai, and I am playing Rosie. Who wants to do the recap? I haven't done it in a while. Ooh, go for it. Last time on the Pirates of Wild Space, me and me hearty crew went into the depths of the Rock Brawl to seek out the source of all these mimicking slimes until we reached a high-tech area which we can only surmise to be an illithid laboratory. It was there that it was revealed that the Trooper 77 with them was in fact not Trooper 77, but a simulacrum. The true Trooper was reconstructed, and Kit Moredo had an epic battle of wills against a dark version of himself. What will happen next? Tune in to Pirates of Wild Space. Yeah, like, right now. This is the recap, not the, uh, not, not the well, teaser. Yeah, just, just, in, just in case they wanted to click off, alright? I'm dissuading them from clicking on a porn site instead. That's, it, that's the show, no more. <laughs> the last place we met, we have you guys, was in the lab, the Illithid Laboratory. You had just made contact with a dark figure inside of the remaining cell. Kit had received three corruption points. Which, as far as Trooper and Rosie saw, you witnessed Kit glare into the darkness of the cell and then get launched back about 10 feet. And he is currently lying on the ground. And that's where we pick up. What do you do? Well, I'm going to, like, look to Kit, then look back at the thing in the cage, like, look back and forth. Then sort of just tap on the membranous barrier between us. Seems like, I think I like this thing already. I, on the other hand, look at Kit and go, I told you it wasn't good. And just like, I'm going to like knock on it some more, just like make noise like, Hey, you in there? You listening? Can you speak? No response. Who's investigating it at the moment? I'm assuming uh, since I was blown back, I'm not currently investigating it. (laughs) Uh, What are you doing? Probably sitting up and holding my head and glaring back at it. Not like investigating it, just... Anger. Anger right now. All anger. (laughs) Okay, Trooper and Rosie, give me a perception check. Perception. (laughs) No. What'd you get? This, it's well below 10, but it's not a 1, so there's no point. Natural 20! Oh, okay. Trooper. In the din of the light, you turn on your swords. You can barely see anything in the cell except for a small child in the shadows. She looks like she's 
cowering in the corner, and but you notice there is a slight smile on her face, and she glares right at you. Scary, but they're not devious. Damn it, my vocabulary broke. Mischievous. <laughs> Mischievous? It's creepy. <laughs> Foreboding. Maybe not. It's like it, it's cl- it's. Ugh. Sounds like. Damn it. She looked to be not up to good things. All right, that's the best I can do. <laughs> we'll go with we'll go with that. Loading, loading, loading. Not good things. <laughs> hey, Rosie, did you properly reconnect me linguistic cartex to me Valkyrie cards? Look, I didn't have much time, Trooper, so I said it wasn't perfect. Understandable. I fought ye not a bit. Ye worked under adverse conditions and had admirable results. So, what do you do? Well, I'm a bit more wary to open this cage, seeing as it can blast people around and also has a devious smile. It's pretty devious. Sinister. It's not good things in there. I'll say that. You know, you, you, nobody hovers in the corner looking like that. Illithid and Mind Flayer are synonymous, right? Or roughly synonymous? All right. Yes. I have to wonder, did Luigi know this was down here? Because he said that he dealt to the Mind Flayer problem. Or at least he thought he had. It'll be a great surprise if there be something in this world, especially on this rock, that be beyond even Luigi. I stand up, and when Rosie says that, uh, I will say he knew, and we are how he's dealing with it. Rosie, can you be getting operational any of these Mind Flayer machinery? Maybe they can be telling us about our mysterious guest. Me, I can try, Trooper, but this stuff's pretty beyond me. What do you want to do? Can I try? Is there anything in the room that looks like it may be some sort of record-keeping device? Rosie, give me a arcana check. Oh boy. Nineteen. You know, just from the years that you've uh, spent out in space, that the elithids are highly biological in their technology. This place isn't so much wires connected to components. It is a living building. Everything in here is magic infused with, with some mockery of life shoved into a case. And in the corner, near some of the rubble, away from the meat hooks, you see a pit, like something you would submerge yourself into. And it is currently gross and sludgy. And there is a faint glow coming from the edges. You think this is an access point. You could check your email here, if you knew how. I like dip a toe in? I've got, like, my face is screwed up, and I'm like, ew! It's cold? You feel a tingle go up your spine. I'd hate to see the USB that goes into that port. You say that, but it might be about to be me. <laughs> Do you have any telepathy? No. Only the guy who hates Illithid is telepathic. Bummer. Mm, yeah. I would say that you do know that there's a common known fact that the Githsarai and the Githyanki were slaves created and manipulated genetically by the Illithids. Ah, so they pulled a Korra on them. Mm-hmm. 
and they are very telepathically capable. But you also know that they have an absolute hatred of everything illithid. So, I'll leave that information with you, and you have black stuff on your toe. Ew, I'm gonna go wipe it off on Trooper, and um, say that... I told you, it was beyond me, but um, if you can convince him to do it, I say, pointing my thumb towards Kit, then you might be able to find out how long she's been here. It's been here. That, I don't even know what to call it, to be honest. Um, hey, where's, um, uh, Wirelock? <laughs> no, I have a much more direct way of finding things out. And I will approach the cage once again, look at the girl, seemingly little girl, and I will hold out my hand. I'm going to, like, step behind Kit a little bit of distance and assume a catcher's position. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Okay. So you, and I'm mentally projecting this to her, you can tell us anything you want to or not. Your chances of getting out of here alive increase dramatically if you tell us what we want to know. And with that, my outstretched hand, I, I kind of begin to hiss. And in my palm, a little globule of goo kind of just appears. And I will just toss it onto the nearest equipment. And that's my acid splash. And I'm kind of trying to use that as an intimidation tactic. The nearest... The nearest uh, console is part of the cell. Well, yeah, nothing, nothing actually attached to it. Like just where, wherever it's close enough for her to see. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's like okay, let me get her stats. Hang on, <laughs> <laughs> roll initiative, and uh, guess that's it for RP today. Okay, so there is the chair in the center of the room. There is the console, the computer console deep in the corner. And there is I don't know, what looks like there's meat hooks, but there's also some kind of a... It kind of looks like some weird... Okay, I'm going to say it. It looks like a Japanese uh, squatting toilet, uh, but there's a hook above it. And there's a lump in the ground. Not exactly sure what that is, but that's equipment. Yeah. Uh... I'm, I'm think I'm gonna toss it at the chair because it's a pretty centered thing. It's something easy for anyone to to see, and <clears throat> so uh, would I be able to uh, roll a intimidation on that? To I'm gonna say first, give me an attack. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a ranged attack, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't think I need to be too terribly accurate because it's it spreads. Is it a cone? No. Um, wherever. Uh, well, it's anything within 10, uh, foot radius of my target. Okay. Uh, 14 plus 6 is a 20. All right. It definitely, uh, strikes the chair. Trooper, you witness Kit walk up to the cell, glare into it, put up his hand, and hawk a loogie out of his fingers. And that loogie flies over your head and lands on that nice chair that you're eyeballing. Like... There is a part of me inside of me that's like a bit hurt to see damage to that chair. But then there's the really petty part of me who thinks, no, you didn't want the chair. Goo Trooper wanted that chair. So clearly 
you're not Goo Trooper, so you can't like that chair. And the insecure part of me agrees with that petty part of me. So I'm just going to put on a brave face and watch the beloved chair melt. Okay, you, you go into your spare faces and put on your brave face. Also, while uh, Kit is, like, all, like, super, like, communicating with the blob thing, I am going to, like, quietly gesture to, like, Rosie to come over so I can, like, say things to her closely in a quiet-like manner. Oh, I didn't go anywhere. I was just sitting on your shoulder. Okay. Uh, let's do that in a moment. Let's, do, let's finish up the interaction with uh, Kit. Kit, roll intimidation and roll damage. So... Damage first. Okay. Let's resolve that. Yeah, and so that would be five. The soft center of the chair melts into and quivers like a nasty pink jello mold. Doesn't look all that comfortable anymore. The edges of it sear and turn black under the acid. And intimidation. Were there any bones in the chair? No. Damn. <laughs> well, it's not a nat 20, but it's pretty damn close. Well, it's a 19 plus whatever my modifier is. Okay, your charisma, so that's pretty high. Yeah, uh, it's a plus 4, so 23. You hear a growl at the forefront of your mind. In the back of your mind, you hear a giggle and something goading you forward. The voice from inside the chamber. And it's a voice now. Oh, good. Progress. And it says, You will pay me respect. And there is a slam of force on one of the walls. The room shakes. As big as this room is, you feel it shake. And inside, there is a burst of electricity. You see the figure, the small child, light up with shock. And it stands there. It takes it. And the image of the child... A light with magical power glaring at you. A small smile on its face, clenching its fists. That sudden change in light sears that image into your retinas. But she's talking to you. Yeah, yeah. And again, that's progress. Exactly what I'm looking for. I walk back over to the cage. And this is all very impressive. But if I'm going to be paying the proper respects to you, I think we at least need to know who you are. And this I say out loud. And, Rosie, you are on Trooper's shoulder. What are you talking to each other about during all this? And you said you wanted to say something to each other. Go ahead. Hi, Rosie. Do you think you can, uh... Maybe scrounge up a bit of salvage from some of this Mind Flayer tech later on. Not really, Trooper. You rolled high enough on your uh, on, on your Arcana to know that you don't mess with this stuff. There's no salvaging it, but there is the chance of selling it. We do need to be buying a new ship since our last one was eaten by a dragon and our current one is powered by a dragon. Who is a bit, uh, fickle. No, we just need to find the dragon. But what if the dragon decides he no longer wants to be around us? Or even worse, tries to eat us? He's not gonna eat us. He's not that mean. But you saw, he has mood swings when he gets bigger. No, he he has the mood swing and then he gets bigger. And he's very sensitive about his weight, okay? I'm not saying it's a dragon. 
True far, we just have to make appropriate use of that fact. I'll trust you on this one, lassie. The child, not a child anymore, steps forward closer to the light, to the dim light. And the figure is physically visible to everyone. Rosie, give me a history check with advantage. Oh good, I have so much history. Thank God for that. Uh, so that gave me a total of 18, and the second one was a 1. Rosie, you at first don't recognize the creature inside of this cage, but then it begins to change. Its form shifts. She becomes longer, taller. Her hair grows. The dirty, filthy clothing and skin fade away into beautiful, elegant, pearlescent colors. You see a fae. And not just any fae. This is one of the daughters of Titania. You know of her, but you have never been privy to be within her presence. Deep inside, you feel that this is something like an honor to be in the presence of something so beautiful and magical, but then there's also this fear of something so powerful. Okay. I am going to get off Trooper's shoulder, and I'm going to go and float in front of the cage, and I will say, I think I can get you out, but it will cost... You think to barter with me, child? And her features go from this beautiful, elegant, white-haired woman. Her anger flares. It gets more sinister and waif and elongated. And then at the end of the sentence, it goes right back to this elegant woman. You're dealing with the child of an archfey. What do you do? Yes. Yes, I am well aware of this. I'm not. And I'm... At this point, this is like almost maximum frustration because it's like now Kit's having these cool adventures I have no idea what's going on now Rosie's on cool adventures I have no idea what's going on and I won't admit it but that cool ass chair got melted this is just a foobar of a day man hey don't you have a box what what box no I didn't get the box I didn't even get the damn box this has been the worst day. That guy is his own side quest. You gotta go to the starting point. You gotta, you gotta pick... You already picked up the quest. You gotta go to the starting point of the quest, alright? This is... this. Today's almost been as bad as that day I woke up on a freaking junk asteroid with an old boot in my mouth. I remember that. That was funny. But everyone's distracted with that. I'm, I'm gonna quickly look back at that chair... Maybe check to see if it is salvageable, but give up when the acid. Bur- I see the acid burns are just too severe. Yeah, it's turning into a brittle piece of garbage pretty fast. Yeah, I tap it and it like crumbles at my touch, and I like, oh, hang my head a little. Things are crawling out of it. Ugh. What is the appropriate way to address the daughter of Titania? To not make eye contact. You know, you feel this urge to just. Give her everything she wants, and maybe she'll leave you alive. And if not, perhaps you'll be reborn on the in the Feywild again. That wouldn't be so bad. Did Rosie say that out loud? 
Which part? Which part? That's the proper way to address. No. That was that was a me question. <laughs> oh yeah, because I still did. Kit still hasn't gotten an answer. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> uh, to what? What's your name? To what she is. What? What her name? What the like? I was like, well, how are we supposed to respect you if we don't know who you are? And then you made Rosie roll, and that that was it. Well, Rosie, Rosie knows who this is, and from what you can see, oh, yeah. um, she's not looking at you anymore. She is addressing only uh, Rosie, and she kind of looks at. Uh, she glanced over at you with disdain, and then Rosie showed up. It's like, ah, my people, <laughs> sort. I'm not gonna talk to some kind of gross. Of mind flare thrall. Since there is no proper way of address other than, you know, politely looking vaguely in her direction. I will say there is no barter for barter. Negotiation is required. And I do not intend to negotiate. I want one thing and for that thing, which I'm sure will be far beneath your talents... I will break the barrier. Give me a persuasion check. Uh oh. It's either really good or really bad. Nineteen. Oh. <laughs> she regards you. Child, you walk a fine line. Were I not behind these walls, I would show you and your kin, and your toy, and your slave, what is beneath my power. Speak what you wish. I wish a name. A name of the Fae who brought me here. You can feel her anger. Both of you. You see her glare at you first, and then at the Githsarai. We do not speak the names of our dead. And she spits this last word as if it's something impossible. Well then, as long as said Faye is dead, I can live without that. The knowledge alone shall pay the price. And I will go and do what I can to get her out. She, at the moment, cannot get out. Rosie and Kit. Give me perception. Nope. Grand total of six. Eighteen. You see a single tear roll down her eye. An eye which is glaring directly at you. Before uh, Rosie gets to working on the lock, uh, I, I put my hand out to kind of not swat her away, but just kind of pull her off the lock for a second. If we let her out, I know the most that you may care is that some of your magic may have been wasted, but I may not live through this. At least give me a moment to convince her that what happened was the right thing. Well, a thing that had to be done. It will take me a little time to undo this. I'm not entirely familiar with these things. You may speak with her as long as it takes, but that is all I will give, because I gave my word. I suppose that's more than what I could have hoped for anyway. And I'll let her back to the lock and 
whatever area is closest to her, if she's not like standing directly in the center of the cage, I'll go over to be as close as face-to-face with this daughter of an archfey as possible. You yourself, uh, I don't think you were given this information. This is just something, that's information that uh, Rosie knows. Was she not saying that out loud? Did she say any of the Archface stuff out loud? I don't think so. Okay. Let's go under the assumption that you don't exactly know who this is. It's just that Rosie wants to get her out. Well, if she said, we don't speak of the dead and was looking at me, I can only really assume one thing. What do you do? I, as I approach the air, the bars closest to her, I, I don't know exactly how it happened. I know why, sort of. At least I know my intentions, my feelings at that time. If we let you out, I'm not asking that you forgive me. I'm asking that we go our separate ways from here. Is that amenable? In your mind, you alone, you hear her voice, and she tells you You will die, not by my hand. You belong to another, and I will dance on your grave for a thousand years. Yes, I'm sure there are plenty plenty of people in this room that would be fine with that. So you're saying that uh, here and now would not be the time. Kit, give me a whiz- give me a whiz- Wisdom saving throw. Okay. Am I good at those? Let's see. I'm decent at those. Not decent enough. Not for a seven. Mm. There is an echo in the back of your mind, and you hear a voice yelling at this figure in the cage, and it just says, And you see the woman flung to the back of the cage. And she's in that moment that someone, you know, when someone falls to the ground and they are laughing because it hurts so bad and they know they why they're hurting. And it is in, inelegant and it is sad. And she stays there in the darkness. And... Kit, take one more point of corruption. You feel weakened slightly by this, just momentarily. Like two hammers slamming against each other in your head. And you kind of have this feeling like you're the the anvil against two hammers. Well... That wasn't ideal. I 
you are very much aware of the situation, I take it. She doesn't answer. Not expecting her to, just kind of saying it out loud as a rhetorical remark. Yeah. I, I just approached the group and I heard laughter. Ye be telling jokes over here? Because I got a great one about three elves that went into a bar. <laughs> okay, so Trooper has, a, has, a, has approached the group. Rosie, you are currently trying to figure out the control systems to release her. Mm-hmm. So give me, give me an, an Arcana check. And Trooper, what are you doing? I'm just like, might be having the worst headache of his life, I think, is, I might, are there any body language that I can tell? Or is he just stoic-faced? Give me insight. 15 plus 1, 16. What is, uh, what's he getting from you at a 16 level? Well, um, I did have at least one of my hands on my head, and it is kind of bemused look on my face, uh, like, I, not that I tried to warn you, but, I mean, I was kind of getting there. <laughs> I come up here, I see a, you know, someone, a someone knocked off his balance, the kit, but, like, up again. I see Rosie doing Rosie things, which are above my mental pay grade of figuring out, like, for a few years. And I see this laughing lady shrouded in shadows but I could probably still at least make out that she's a lady with my dark vision Mm mhm yeah you saw her so uh what we be doing now Rosie says I'm getting her out trooper and I'd maybe stand back if I were you I don't think she likes you very much is that being the wisest thing to be doing lass don't worry trooper I think, uh, if anything, you can probably go stand in the corner. I'll probably be her target if she's so inclined to attack us. I'm at first kind of offended by the idea that I should just go stand to the sidelines, but I kind of, my shoulders kind of slump down. And I just, like, just at least step to the side out of the way of that door, kind of, like, dejected and defeated. Because... This is the kind of day that has been a very... This has been a very bad last couple of days on my ego, so I just, like, accept it and step to the side. Okay. Give me... Hmm. Give me a perception. Ooh! Another 20! Holy shit, dog! You trace your hand along the edges of one of these consoles. And it reacts to you. I I touch it again. I'll see if I can replicate it, see what happens. Stimuli and results. You move your finger across it again, and you see that strange slime. It's residue sticking from your from your body. The slimy red slime. And you feel it in your head, in your memory. You might be able to do something with this. What do you do? Uh, so, like, what happens specifically when I touch, like, the console? Like, does it just, like, light up, or do I get, like, a glimpse of anything? In your head, you're getting a command prompt, so to speak. And what is it 
is it telling me to do something, or is it allow is it giving me the option to allow something else to happen? It's hard to tell uh, exactly what it wants. You're not familiar with this system. You are more binary. If I, if if we're gonna put it this in the in computer terms, you feel like you have the possibility to access the system, and it might take some work. But you don't know why exactly you're able to do this at the moment. I guess I'll make like lay my claw hands on the console and I will run. I suppose run program allow. Ah, uh, openly or stealthily. I guess I won't like actively try to be sneaky about it. But I'm not. I'm not going. I'm going to not say a peep, or I'm just going to place my hand up there and. Okay. Doing my head whatever what needs doing. Okay. Kit, you see Trooper make his way to the side of the room. You're kind of locked on your focus on the uh, lady in the back of the room, in the back of her cage. And then you feel a twinge. You feel something familiar painfully familiar there is you turn to this disturbance and you see trooper accessing one of the consoles near the meat hooks and it's reacting to him i'm gonna sprint over there and try to knock him out of the way like off of the console okay how do you react Uh, how how much of my attention or focus went to accessing this thing take not much. For you, it's like looking at a screen, and imagine somebody, like, you're just starting up the demo, and somebody pop, some some guy pops in from behind, behind you and pushes you aside. Am I able to, like, avoid his shove, or is the shove an inevitability? No, you can do whatever you want. If you want to try to avoid, you can roll, uh, you can, uh, roll dexterity acrobatics or trying to just try to dodge him roll an acrobatic to try to dodge 16 plus 7 so a 23 okay just trying to push him out of the way that would probably be a melee attack oh there's nothing i could roll that would be above that there's always a possibility of a 20 you don't say that's always five percent chance oh that's a backwards 20 but oh you rolled a one no 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 Uh, it's a 20 it's just it's showing it backwards on there okay wow a lot of 20s going on today Trooper, you have been manhandled uh, and pulled aside. You see Kit coming from behind you, and you try to duck to your left, and he deftly spins and pushes you, forces you away from the computer. I'll like take a like a very like stable stance and like turn him like, "What be your problem, ya wizard? You don't know the evils you're messing with." This whole lab needs to be demolished. Whatever is in there, trust me, there's plenty you can find about the Illithid elsewhere, not here. Trust you? Trust you after you tried to steal me booty? Tried to steal me ship? And now you be stopping at every sharp turn to figure out what's going on? And let's not forget that time ye Eldritch blast me square in the chest. I don't think you remember that, but I'm pretty sure because of my brain I remember that. 
he doesn't remember that. <laughs> um, Trooper, give me a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. I, wow, that's a one. You must save the honor of the lady. What, what lady? The lady with the white hair. The fey goddess. The beautiful woman. Her honor has been besmirched by this slave. You know that this guy has not only been encringing on your freedoms, your lifestyle. He sullied this woman's name. He needs to be punished. Punished by your hand. I want to try to grab him, lift him over my head, and either try to pull him apart or just chuck him into the ground as hard as I can. While screaming, I must avenge her honor! Roll initiative. I'm still working on the lock. Oh yeah, by the way, what'd you get on that? 18. Okay, give me another one. One more. Um, don't hurt yourself in the process. <laughs> Why do people keep taking over my brain? It's, it's it's my brain. Use your own. Again, 18. Okay. It's make you're making really good progress. And you have you feel this smug gleeful thanks being given to you. You specifically, Rosie, from the cage. She seems very pleased at the moment. And you're also watching Trooper just go fucking apeshit on the wizard. No, I'm just ignoring that. Alright, so, initiative, I forgot. Uh, who who rolls what? Uh, I got a 17. What'd you get? Natural 20! 17, okay. So, Trooper, what are you trying to do? Grab him, lift him over my head, throw him into the hard floor while screaming about honor. I'm going to say that is a strength check. Give me, um, roll your strength. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be contested, so go ahead and kit, roll, uh, roll a uh, strength. It's 22. Okay, kit, what did you get? Uh, 16. You have been lifted off the ground, so he grabbed you. So now you can try to get, uh, you can try to get out with the roll. Okay, yeah, well, I'll, I guess I'll try to use that if he tries to throw me or something. Unless he's try, un- unless he's going to walk somewhere with you. So what, what are you doing with... You've got... Okay, let's say you've got him up in the air. What are you doing? I don't know. I don't have any idea what movements I do, but, you know, just holding it there and until I can throw him, I guess, like, just tighten my grip as tight as I can to be hurdy ouch. Okay. All right. So he's grabbing you. He's squeezing you. What do you do? A loving embrace. Um... So I think in order to get him to drop me, I am going to try to melt one of his arms off. You're going to try to pop his arm off? No, melt it. Oh, okay. That'll take days to fix. Mm-hmm. Why do I keep getting mind controlled? You were the person best suited for this. Yeah, she can't charm me. Sorry. That's the last time I'm disinterested in someone. I would be actively trying to murder everyone who isn't Rosie from now on. <laughs> and I guess Kit. And maybe Red Blouse. Would Rosie uh, take a, uh, Would Rosie notice this or do anything about it? No. <laughs> okay. No, those two, whatever the fuck is going on with those two is whatever the fuck is going on with those two. I made a promise to get her out based on a piece of information. I got it. Therefore, I have to get her out. God damn it, Rosie. All right, so go ahead and roll your attack, uh, Kit. 23. 
23. That definitely hits his his armor class. What spell were you using? Uh, acid splash. I'm like I said, I'm trying to melt his uh, his arm off. Ooh, really? Yep. Okay. Um, you know you're in the area of effect, right? You're sitting in the splash seats. I mean, if uh, he wants to try to grab me some more, he's still going to be in the acid. It's both of you. Like, you guys are basically taking up the same square. Yeah. Roll d6 against yourself and him. Four. Okay, uh, you both take four damage. Trooper, what do you want to do? Well, I want to put him down, say sorry for the misunderstanding, and go about my day, but that's not an option now, is it? <laughs> You hear in your mind the voice of this eloquent, beautiful woman, and she says, Yes, he must be punished. He is not worthy of your time, but this is something that I greatly appreciate. Do this for me, my shiny champion. So I, I take damage, Do I, am I forced to drop him from the damage, or...? No, you're still holding him. You can do what you want. You just feel very... Com- you just feel like your best friend wants you to beat this guy up. So I'm just going to yell, You must be punished for the mistress of white hair! And then try to slam him into the ground. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say that's a just a regular melee attack. Go ahead and uh, roll a d20. Add your strength modifier, but not your pro- proficiency bonus. I'm not super proficient at Githsarai throwing. The 16 hit? Uh, it meets the AC. Okay, it does hit. Are you going to use your, uh, uh, are you going to use your hero point? Yeah, I'll use it now. Okay, so if it meets, you go, I don't even have to bother to roll because it will definitely break it. So you are, a, you feel yourself being about to thrown right into the, right into the stone, right against, uh, right against that wall with the meat hook, and you kick your leg out and catch yourself just before it hits, and you're almost, uh, you're just very close to this, uh, nasty metal barb. What do you do? So, when he threw me, I'm guessing that he let go, so I'm not uh, restrained any longer or anything. So, the the barb that I, I was precariously stopped at, uh, I'll kind of right myself and just kind of stand and look between Trooper and the cage. Is there a particular reason that the bucket of bolts over there is your chosen champion? I figured you'd want something better, something stronger, something more worthy of yourself. And anything physical you want to do? I'm walking back over, just now completely disregarding him. Um, you can you can kind of walk around him uh, if you want. I mean, I can use disengage as an action, so that's, yeah. <laughs> you walk over to the cage. Rosie, give me another roll. Uh, 17. You walk over to the cage. Trooper is literally letting off steam. You're working your tinker tools in there, and you know you can't really access the system. There's only so much you can do before you eventually break things. So you have damaged enough of this to basically turn off certain parts of the cage. And there is this dimming of ambient noise that was so constant disappears. You didn't even realize it was there until it suddenly stopped. The electrical power 
inside of the cage, goes down to a nil. The woman walks to the edge, pushes her hand against the glass, right where Kit's face is, and the glass begins to crack. Trooper, what are you doing? I am going to do an insane berserker bull rush charge straight at Kit. And I'll be screaming, I'll show you who's unworthy! Okay. <laughs> Go for it. I'm gonna say roll with advantage because you are technically flanked. What modifier do I add? Just like strength? Yeah. Okay, I think 14 is better than 4. So 14 plus my strength of 2. So a 16 on my insane bull rush. Once again, a 16 is coming at you. Kit, do you have any reactions or would you like to use another uh, heroic point to push him off? No, I think what yeah, I think I'm going to use uh, another heroic point, but instead of just pushing him off, I think what I'm going to do, because, I mean, it is epic dodge, so what I would like to do is I kind of look over my shoulder and see him coming, so I'm just kind of going to flip back over him as he comes under me, kind of like uh, how a, uh, a bullfighter would move the cape, and let him keep running in whatever direction it was, which I'm assuming is right at the cage. All right, you do some kung fu bullshit and hop up over his head. Trooper crashes right through the glass and into the embrace of this somewhat startled figure. There is a moment of fear. You're not sure where it's coming from. It's not coming from you. It's not coming from the robot. It's not coming from the grease and icker-covered pixie working picks into what looks like the back of this weird brain that's plugged into the wall. And then she's gone. Trooper falls against the inside of the cage. Glass is everywhere. Do I have my brain back? Yeah. You you find yourself the victim of, <laughs> once again, mind control. Do I remember everything that happened? Oh, yeah. You can't say you really disagree with any of it. But you remember it. And there is a name that is left in your mind, Rosie. No context. And it is the word, the name Kaith. Moreto. Not Kit. Kaith. And you feel this realization. Something forgotten. And then it's gone. But the name stays. And... The room is yours. I guess I'll first just kind of slowly pick myself off the floor. I usually be having powerful urges to murder people, but I'm usually able to resist it. <laughs> as soon as he's standing, I go into my little spot in his chest and like I pull out a rag and start wiping myself off. The room smells of rotten plants. Vegetation that's been kept too long. In the fridge. How much interaction have I ever had with mind flayers, would you say? Is I mean, you've seen them around. They, they're they all over. They're not waving the mind flayer flag. So I probably wouldn't know them enough to be familiar with how a lithid room would smell when it goes off. Um. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> There's no plant life inside of an illithid facility, usually. What would you guys like to do? Can I do an arcana to find out why it's 
decaying? Smell smells of decay in here? Go for it. Anyone else want to do uh, any investigations or whatnot? Nah, I'm too embarrassed. I'm too busy cleaning myself. Okay. <laughs> Just get <kidding>. then. <laughs> Uh, 13 plus 1, so 14. There are many fey and gods and arch fey that fall under the portfolio of death and decay. Not all of them have the same visual appeal. This one feels a little familiar, though. So I'm kind of torn. If I, if I know that this lab will just essentially decay into nothingness, then I'm ready to go. But if I don't think that it's it's because of that, that that it'll get you know destroyed. The decay you can tell was com- was uh from that creature, not from the room. The room, this place will just shut down. You know that these places simply wait. They need maintenance to be at full operation, but these things are made to last, and you know. The problem with the uh, Mind Flayers is that they unfortunately endure through time and space and throughout the planes. As much as your people have tried to get rid of this mark on existence, they persist. Okay, so then I will begin systematically destroying every piece of illithid technology that covers this room through a, a myriad of different spells, all, all cantrips, but just like Acid Splash here, Eldritch Blast there, uh, and of course, ghostly clawing of the chill touch on certain other things. And so you see, uh, after everything is all done, Kit stands at the center of the room and slowly just begins to fire at all of the support uh the pillars and every piece of machinery you can recognize as technology from the illithids. In about an hour, comes out exhausted. Maybe a little uh, shaken up or just emotionally, but probably doesn't show it very well. Just is just one of your crewmates deciding to destroy an entire building with D8 blasts. <laughs> Takes a while, <laughs> but he does it. Yeah, thank you guys for joining me for another episode of Pirates of Wild Space. With me today was Kit, played by Kyle. Hi, I'm Kyle. You can find me on Twitter at LordKyleK. And Trooper, played by Keith. This has been Keith. You can find me at KTH77 on the YouTube, on the Tumblr, and probably by the time this comes out, maybe even Facebook and Twitter. The future is full of possibilities. And Lorelai. Um... I'm Lorelai, I was Rosie, and you can find me at LaFlorian underscore elf. Thank you very much, and bye. There's an infinite amount of crystal spheres, right? Yes. <clears throat> yar, yar, yar. <clears throat> Last time on... Yar, yar, yar. Yar, yo, yo, ho. <laughs> I don't remember the song from DuckTales, unfortunately. <clears throat> a Yithian laboratory. There Wrong. it was revealed. Huh? <laughs> Wrong game. What? Not Yithian. No, not Yith. Sorry. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> was it Lithid? Illithid. Illithid. Illithid and Yith are very similar, okay? I know. A y- il- and she glares 
outward right in you right at you this glare in you it's a dragon hmm? dragon <laughs> dragon <laughs> dragon <laughs> Let me, let me hug my son and uh, scoot him out of the room real quick. Be right back. Ooh, give me hugs. I want hugs. Ooh, ooh. Give me hugs. I love you. I love you. You love Papa? I love you. Papa. I love you. I love you, Papa. Oh, thank Papa. you. Can I kisses? I want kiss. I want kiss. Mm. Thank you. Oh, hat. Papa's hat. Who's on that hat? Get him to say I for Tagen. Yeah. I for I uh Hydra. I uh Dagon. Okay. Duh duh Dagon. Alright. She regards you and you have Oh, how would she say this? Um Goeth and get benteth. I, I I succeeded, sir. Hello. I be Trooper 77 with an important public service announcement. When you be recording audio, always be making sure that the audio is properly recording for the entire session. Otherwise, ye will be ending up like me, listening desperately to fuzzy audio of your old self trying to recreate what you said through the breathing and smacking lips of your good friend. It is a fate that I would not wish upon ye. Seriously, I feel like I'm listening to this audio from within somebody's esophagus while they be eating peanut butter. It's horrible. It's like the opposite of ASMR. Good night, and God bless ye all.